Welcome to The Essential Rhythm, science-based natural history and human ecology of the North Atlantic seashore. This is episode 89. Does harvesting rockweed damage intertidal ecosystems? While we focus a lot on the animals that live on the shoreline, it's important to take some time to remember that without seaweed, most of these animals would have a hard time surviving. Seaweed, the common name for a diverse group of macro, or big, algae, are very different evolutionarily from land plants, but fill a similar ecological role. They photosynthesize to get their energy, and they provide a variable three-dimensional structure and thus habitat for animals in the nearshore environment. Here in Maine, seaweeds, like many other marine resources, are harvested commercially for a variety of purposes. Some, like dulse and kelp, are tasty culinary treats. Others, like Irish moss, contain commercially important substances like carrageenan, a thickening agent used in everything from toothpaste to ice cream. Rockweed, a.k.a. Ascophyllum nodosum, likely the most abundant intertidal seaweed on our coast, has been harvested or collected for centuries for direct application as a soil amendment, and it's now commercially harvested for the manufacture of refined fertilizer as well as nutraceuticals for both humans and animals. Nutraceuticals are nutritional supplements, and rockweed contains a broad spectrum of micronutrients that are thought to be health-promoting. Some of the most interesting research on rockweed is investigating whether using it as a feed supplement for ruminant animals, like cows, can have a beneficial climate impact by reducing the amount of methane these animals produce. Anytime we harvest wild or non-agricultural species, we need to be aware of the impacts of our actions. We may find seaweed useful for our own purposes, but so do many other organisms, and harvesting seaweed could negatively impact those creatures. How much impact does harvesting make, and how quickly can seaweed grow back? Does it grow back the same as it was before? These are questions investigated by researchers at the University of Maine in a recent paper published in the Journal of Experimental Marine Biology and Ecology. The primary objective of the study was to assess the average impact of commercial harvest protocols as currently practiced in Maine, and they were especially interested in looking at the impacts on the scale of a rockweed bed. It turns out that scale is everything. If you want to look at the impact of harvest on a single tree, cutting down that tree has a huge impact. The impact of that same cut on a whole stand of trees would be lower, and on a whole forest, lower still. So scale matters. In this study, the researchers selected large areas of rockweed, beds 100 meters long. Not something you find on your typical recreational beach, but very common on bedrock or large cobble boulder shorelines along the coast. The study areas had not been harvested within three years and were all assessed before the study to ensure that they were similar to one another. At each site, randomly selected patches were assessed for seaweed density by the number of individual holdfasts or attachment points to the underlying rocks, depth of canopy, the length of the longest fronds of randomly selected rockweed individuals, and biomass by non-destructively weighing all of the seaweed in a patch, basically weighing it without cutting it. After these initial measurements, the next year, half of the beds were harvested by commercial harvesters. These were the treatment sites. And the other half were not. These were the control sites. And researchers returned and repeated their measurements. The year after that, the researchers returned a third time to repeat the measurements to see what the areas looked like one year after harvest. What they found was that the year of the harvest, biomass on cut sites decreased a lot more than height because rockweed tends to have more biomass higher on the organism. Think of it as an upside-down triangle. And the wide end of the triangle is the portion that gets cut in harvest. 
A year after the harvest, however, biomass at harvested sites had largely recovered to pre-harvest levels, but height had not. What this means is shorter, bushier rockweed one year post-harvest. They expressed interest to see what the sites would look like two, three, or four years after harvest, but as of yet, that work hasn't been done. These findings are really interesting because they highlight the issue of what comes next. How do we apply this information? If we're strictly concerned with biomass, how much stuff is there regardless of its structure, these findings are good news. Biomass recovers very strongly only one year after harvest. If you're a seaweed harvester or someone interested in blue carbon, the idea that the ocean has huge potential to sequester carbon and combat climate change, along with the nascent commercial industry seeking to capitalize on this potential and sell carbon credits, increased biomass is a good thing and could be the end of the story. If you're a wildlife manager, you might be more interested in height, a component of the vertical structure of the habitat created by rockweed when it floats up in the high tide. There, the lesser recovery of height may have a negative impact on the organisms that use this habitat. And full disclosure, I know some of these researchers, and their subsequent work has been on the latter end of this question. How do birds and marine invertebrates respond to the short but dense regrowth of harvested rockweed beds? We'll have to wait a little longer for those results to come out, but when they do, we'll talk about them here. I'll include a full citation in the show notes in case you want to read it for yourself. This has been episode 89 of The Essential Rhythm, written and produced by me, Sarah O'Malley. The show is produced on Wabanaki land. Did you know that you can find this show as a podcast? Go to weru.org to learn more. The theme music is Lightstream by the artist Siddhartha, used by permission through Creative Commons. Thanks for listening and join us next week.